What's up, my Isaiah Thomases? What's up, my Isaiah Thomases? Welcome to Time is a Flat Circle, a look at how humans keep getting it wrong. And uh, I mean, what better way to keep this train going than uh, to talk about something that we just talked about? Uh, this is going to be another Michael Jordan episode. And we're going to get into, I think my favorite part of this uh, whole arc has just been how fucking much of a role model Dennis Rodman is. Why can't we all just be more like him? Uh, I'm going to throw it to the most Dennis Rodman like in this group. Uh, no, none of y'all are as cool as Dennis Rodman. But uh, let's just go. <laughs> let's just go over to let's just go over to Josh and see how he's doing since he's with us again. Are you only going to be with us if we talk about basketball? Yeah. Fucking, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? This is Josh in uh, Spring, Texas, and uh, I'm really enjoying this Bulls documentary called The Last Dance. And uh, I'm glad my friends were watching it with me so I could talk to them about it. And uh, we only, we're only bringing the hottest takes. And right now, I'd like to toss it over to the Ron Harper of the group, Hondo, out in San Antonio. Why, why am I the Ron Harper of the group? If you saw the documentary, you would get it. If I had cable, I'd see the documentary, Josh. If I had cable, I'd see the documentary. <laughs> hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Hondo uh, coming to you from San Antonio in my upstairs uh, magic corner, like always. Um, as you can tell, didn't see the documentary. However, <laughs> I, see, I know enough of it. To, I know enough about basketball to at least pretend like I have conversation on this. So uh, looking forward to having conversation with my friends. Um, unlike Josh, I enjoy talking with my friends, even when it's not just about stuff that I want to give in opinions on. So glad to be here with y'all guys. Um, I'll go ahead and pass it over to Andre and uh, have him take the next piece of it. You got a little cock on your nose, Hondo. I would like to just say for the record that I'm not watching this because Josh wants to watch it. I'm watching this because America is a free country and I can watch whatever I want to. Um, is it really a free country, Andre? That's all I got. I'll send, I'll send it over to Adrian. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I would say I have nothing, but I do have one point I want to make before we get into like the actual meat of the the pod. And that is, after 20 years, how is Karma and Electra still so damn hot? Oh, for real, for real. Smoking hot, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, props to Rodman. I, I would like uh, to apologize to my girlfriend, but that woman is... <laughs> impeccable impeccable no need no need man they gotta they gotta know they gotta know where they are in the order <laughs> all of our significant others should know no um uh hondo stop listening for 10 seconds all right y'all we need to come up with the wildest take since hondo didn't see this episode and whoever can make him believe the most ridiculous thing uh will not have to be on next week's episode so big prize, big prize. Okay, Honda, you can start listening again. It's a free country, Joseph. I, be- I believe Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, I'm going to believe I'm just going to believe Josh. The winner. <laughs> manipulation. No, uh No, I I I thought I didn't know as much about uh Rodman's I guess upbringing. Um, but just to start off, I, I want to get right into Rodman cuz he's the most interesting person. Like <laughs> uh, was anyone surprised by anything they saw about like him as a person that I guess wasn't made obvious by like all of his antics before? I don't remember obviously him being on the Spurs because I wasn't old enough or didn't care enough about things. Um, but yeah, 
What a what a So I didn't realize he was with the team that early. I thought it was like ninety five, ninety six, but it was like ninety three, they said, I think, in this. No. No, ninety oh, you talking about the Spurs? The yeah. Spurs, yeah. Well, so it was a 94 season, so like the fall of 93 and then... So yeah, 93, so 94. So, so yeah. 1993 is... What, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's what I said. Um, <laughs> so you so should have started that is, statement with a yes, Josh. I wasn't, I wasn't surprised by anything he did. Like, they could have they could have turned this into Rodman was Joe Exotic, and I would have believed it. Like, they could have just kept going further and further. Yeah, but like, you the can fact- just keep telling stories and people are going to believe them. I will say this, the fact that everyone's stories more or less lined up really well with uh, different uh, perspectives of the same like narrative arc for him made me really believe that this is the only thing that all of them are like completely candid in telling the truth about. Everything else is a little bit biased towards like, oh, no, I was feeling this way and this is why I did that. Cool, cool. But like this is like everyone's like, yeah, Rodman's fucking crazy. Yeah. We we let him go on a vacation in the middle of the season. Who could get away with that? Like how- only him. Yeah. Didn't he also skip practice to go to WCW? I mean, pretty sure Carmelo was on vacation for a whole season. So my bad. Oh no no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Can we also uh, disclaim now that they definitely used the word Indian way too much in these two episodes? <laughs> Because like the, Jackson kept saying it, and then he stopped. He started saying Native American. I was like, the producer told you to not say that, didn't he? I think it was one of those things uh, where he had. I think he just like really feels like he's part of that culture because of how he grew up. Like it, it doesn't even. It, it's not even like a, a thing that phases him. He's 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 also pretty interesting. I I, I did enjoy seeing his. Uh, old footage of his like games uh what was he on the knicks yeah oh that that's what i love when they were analyzing like how he is similar to rotman that was really good shit yeah like what other nba player was taking lsd at that time i hope all of them but my guess is none it's buzzly almost the entire nba was like on cocaine in the 70s <laughs> so so not not lsd josh <laughs> Yeah. So not LSD, yes. And at that time being the 90s. He's coming in like so clean with the non sequiturs. Um, uh, who, is, who is that guy, uh, that pitcher? Was it Doc Ellis, the dude who threw a no-hitter on LSD? Like what? when was that? That wasn't the same time that. It had to be, it had to be like 60s, 70s. So the way I treat any basketball like outside of the NBA is it's just fucking semi-pro. Like everyone's doing whatever the hell they want to all the time. It, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. It's just it's still funny. Man, y'all remember the Birdman with the Mohawk? Yeah, or Chris Anderson before yeah. the before the tattoo. He did have an actual name. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. Oh wait, because they're, they're showing Game Five, right, Andre? Is this the one where Kawhi almost dunks over Birdman but misses the dunk? Maybe. Yeah, the Sports Illustrated uh, cover. Sports Illustrated yeah, cover. Yeah, the Sports Illustrated cover. I have that frame I don't know, in, that... in my room. Is that your magic corner, Adrian? Yeah, that's my magic <laughs> corner. <laughs> we should clarify that Hondo meant Magic the Gathering early on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I just realized that. <laughs> Somehow, though, Magic the Gathering sounds somewhat worse. <laughs> probably. Probably. <laughs> It's probably smellier. <laughs> well, you don't have to clean up as often. 
<laughs> it smell here, but less sticky. Uh, so, so Dennis Rodman, um, I thought it was interesting that they kind of outlined his archetype in terms of like the Maverick or the uh, the what was it? The man that walks the backwards. You don't put a saddle on a Mustang, yeah. right? Is that what he said? Yeah, and then the the man that walks backwards. Um, it, it's kind of interesting because I feel like a lot of championship teams have like that one guy that's just like different. And I, I'm wondering, like, does a championship team need that, like, in their their psyche? Who's our guy, Adrian? On like, what team? Oh, and like the who's who's our guy who walks backwards? And why is it Hyman? It's definitely Jaime. Oh, yeah, it's definitely Jaime. <laughs> Miss that dude. He'll come back in two years. Don't worry. <laughs> so in 99, it was definitely – and the 99 Spurs, I think the – Josh, just one weird I want to take from you that isn't about the Spurs. So in the uh, 99 Spurs, I think the guy that <laughs> we're all talking about – Last, last pause it was has Speedy, been a solid Is it Speedy Claxton? Just talking about the Spurs, and I was like, No, Josh. 99, I think, was Mario Elliott. It's Speedy Claxton. 99. Speedy Claxton was 03. And in 03, it was definitely Steven Jackson. <laughs> yeah, Steven Jackson is a okay. good example of like just like a yeah. dude who doesn't fit the rest of the, I, the culture of the team. UGK forever. Okay, okay, I've got a question for you, Adrian. If that's an archetype, then is it defined by like, um, is there a linear uh, relationship with how good you are? And how wild you're allowed to out. Like, I'm, I'm allowed to wild this out. Yeah. <laughs> because sure. I'm this good at this thing. Yeah. Like, does that exist? But does that exist in like every, in every aspect of, of life? Like, yes. if you're good enough, you just like, you just do whatever the fuck the you rules, want. Yeah. The rules you can get away apply. with a lot if you were a top salesperson. Yeah. Like Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. I mean, for he, he got away with quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. But as long as you were uh, making people money, they are going to give you a longer leash. Yep. Okay, I've got I've got another question. I got a follow up. Then, do those people get along? Like, if you got Jordan Belfort and Dennis Rodman together, would they be like, "Yo, what's up"? Yeah, I want to <laughs> be at that party. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is that why? Is that why he feels a kinship with people like Kim Jong Un? Rest in peace. Maybe. Uh, yeah, probably. Maybe. And uh, and Billy Corgan. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, he hung out with like other other weirdos. Oddball. I don't know if Eddie Vedder falls. I don't know if Eddie Vedder falls in that category. Like he's a cool dude. I think you just hung out with Eddie Vedder because he's a fan of Pearl Jam. Yeah, that's I think the same that's like Carmen Electra. Like that's just the celebrity realm. But to go and like actually hang out with Billy Corgan, who probably just hates people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What if there was like a. What if there's a magnetism to that kind of identity where like Billy Corgan does really hate people and is just a hundred percent constantly being reminded that he's bothered by being around people, but he still like endures it because he's like, well, I would just want to hang out with Dennis. Is it, give me more examples of, of that identity. I, I, that's what I want to know. Like how, how far can we stretch this across? Um, like in in basketball or across other things no 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 in- like across across like just life in general like other examples that are maybe a little more unconventional because sport <laughs> is sport is easy yeah, to yeah uh, uh, Charlie it, from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia <laughs> I feel like they're yes. all they're all oddballs <laughs> yeah, Michael but- Scott right I mean wasn't Michael Scott at the end of the day yeah. wasn't Michael Scott he was, he was, was nuts but he had the best branch right yeah yeah. Those are real close, I think, to to baseline, though. Like, that's, like, stretch. Like, 
Is there anyone further? Like, think about someone that that has that stretch further from the baseline, because Dennis Rodman is pretty out there. And like, Joseph, that's, I feel like you have an example you're trying to get us to. I'm not. I really. I I wish I did, because that's a cool archetype. Like, that is a really like that's a cool archetype. I can't even think of stuff in fiction that 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 fits. Um, uh, well, so, better than Dennis does. So can you can you give us a, a little more detail when you say by archetype? Because are we talking about just mi- like misunderstood, but still like the has a soul component to a team, or like what are you talking about? I'm just talking about leash. Like the length of leash that you're given is directly related to the amount of ability you have. So it's like the yeah, how good you are compared to what you can do. Oh, um <laughs> any politician in the US? Yeah. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. But still, like they're the they they pedal in in one of the things that I, I think has to be said is like they have to be under the guise of reality. Like they have to present as people. Well, I mean, but that, uh, but like the archetype, if we're thinking of like Dennis Rodman, like that's like what you're saying for a politician is exactly like he had to show up on the court. Like as soon as he stopped showing up on the court and he's, he's on lockdown with the rest of the team, like you got a curfew of 10 PM, you're staying in your hotel room. We got to win these games versus like, Hey, like you're, you're freaking nature. You're going to get us a like, at least 15 rebounds every game. We don't care yeah. what you do. Just make sure you're, you're alive and on the court by this time. Yeah, that, that makes, that makes sense. Uh, I think the, oh. a good example of relating it to football of that not working out is the, uh, when Des Bryant used to play for the Cowboys, he had, the team had a no alcohol policy. He needed to have a chaperone with him at all times. And he had a 10 PM curfew every night. Well, so the opposite of that is, is Irving, right? The playmaker, like he made plays. So he could do cocaine when he yeah, wanted he to. Yeah, he won, so he could go be on crack. Des Bryant ain't done shit, and so now he has to be in bed by 10 p.m. with his with his chaperone every night. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Marvin Harrison, that's a, Marvin Harrison's yeah. a good example. That dude like beat, like paralyzed a man, right? Yeah. Well, I think uh, like I mean, a, Ray Lewis, like yeah. <laughs> 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 I'd say, Ray I'd say a, a more Daniel like definitely has it the worst. Yeah, I was going to say a, yeah. a more PG thirteen uh, example in the NFL would be Gronk. Like the the only rule they put on him was like he had to drink one bottle of water every hour while he was like partying and just drinking his ass off. And this was like during the Wait, season. Wait, so did he loophole it and just drink like eight bottles of water when the night started? <laughs> no. Okay, okay. So I, then I've got another question, and it is going to relate to the Cowboys and how much I fucking hate uh, just Jason Garrett. I don't really care about football otherwise. I just don't like Jason Garrett. Is the inverse also uh, the same? Like. You can have way less talent and still get a long leash if you follow all the rules. Yep. If you do exactly what the boss tells you to do every single time without asking any questions, yes. But, but so, at that point, is that a leash? Like, no, it's a whip. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it? A, but I'm saying, I, I, do is it a spectrum? Do we all fall on that spectrum somewhere? Like, yeah, I think everybody law, does. law-abiding yeah. and and like normal. Uh, versus yeah. like kiss ass and and like fucking secure to like I do what I whatever I want but I just have to perform basically I feel like yes yeah I mean either uh, what is it uh, do your work and make me money and you'll be left and then usually get left alone if you if you're not doing one of those people are gonna start making put eyes on you 
Well, and I do think, like, to a certain extent, like the the Rodmans of the world, like, work best when there's a when there's an MJ, like when there's someone that's willing to be the like in the spotlight, have like the heat on them, and willing to like take the pressure for for everyone else that's like involved in the team. Like he he allows there to be a, a long leash. Like with Michael Irving, like you had Troy Aikman, who was just like the fucking Boy Scout, you know, like he he was gonna do everything right, and More like boy toy. <laughs> I didn't get that reference. Josh, explain that, please. Josh just wants to eat his ass. Was, was Troy running like a, like a sex ring? Male work? I don't understand what's going on here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are people are people not aware that Troy Aikman is like low key gay? There we go. Oh, sorry, Josh, go. are you stating on our podcast that Troy Aikman is gay? I've never heard this theory before. Uh, I've heard that from a lot of people from high end Dallas, but since Adrian's now in that element, I think he can confirm that, right? <laughs> since you're in the high end Dallas socialite community, since you're a close personal friend of Troy Aikman's, Adrian. Yeah, the only confirmation I've ever had is like after like this one night party at, you were at with him at the at the country club <laughs> where, he, where he 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 made an <laughs> advance on you. Yeah, this one night at the country club, Josh Josh came over and said, "Hey, I think I just had a really gay interaction with Troy Aikman." <laughs> I've never okay. First of all, I've never been in any country club in Dallas. What the hell are you talking about? I'm glad you I specified been... in Dallas because we all know you're a member of like the Woodlands Country Club. I know. Also, we lost Hondo. He just got up and left. <laughs> I went to the Woodlands Country Club once for a wedding, but I'm not a member there. Very nice place, though. Sheesh. Hey, don't worry. Outdoor sports are leaked now, thanks to the governor, uh, as long as there's no more than four people. Yeah, that's so that's golf be and fucking tennis. You're welcome, hunting, rich people. Hunting, right? Two on two basketball. <laughs> yeah, two on two, but nobody else, right? You can't have anybody on the bench. No, 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 I, no not three on three. No, it can't be. Two two. It can't be contact. So you, I don't think basketball is allowed. It's just jump shots. So I can't hit someone. <laughs> you can only play around the world. <laughs> it's uncontested jump shots. You're James, only taking free throws play. back and forth. Yeah, just around the world. That's okay, it. Okay, okay. Uh, let's get this back on track. Why, based on this documentary, I think it was pretty evident, um, and I'm just, I I don't know what the reasoning is, so I'm I'm, I'm legitimately asking this question. Uh, I think when people refer to Bird and his Celtics, there's more instances where people are like, yeah, Bird, uh, Parrish, and McHale as like obviously one of the dominant forces in basketball history. Why don't people talk about, or maybe they do, and I'm just like completely unaware. Why don't people talk about MJ and Scotty and Rodman as like the unit, even though they don't have the, I guess, tenure together? They didn't play long enough to actually beat those records. They obviously would have if they played the amount of time together that um, the Celtics did. I feel like every every time the NBA or you know basketball media, Fox Sports, ESPN, whoever talks about the greatest trios of all time. They're always there. They're always probably number one. Who? MJ? Rodman, I don't think so. Rodman, I've, I've only yeah. ever heard, like, especially in big three basketball, I've only ever heard number one spot, like, reserved for Bird, uh, Mikhail, and Parrish. Always. Always. Well, I think it's because they have all the records of, like, most playoff appearances, most playoff wins. Wait, yeah, so what? That's what I'm asking. Like, yeah. I thought, Wait, like, no, they – No, thought, oh, the Spurs do now. The Spurs, like, do. The Spurs broke all of them. Yeah. Tim, Duncan, Parker, and Ginobili broke all of those. 
So I think that's why they're always compared to them. And Rodman, Rodman, Jordan, and Pippen were only together for three and a half seasons. But even now, okay, I'm, I'm, and I'm just throwing it out there because, like, I really want a, a genuine answer from y'all. Even now in today's basketball, like when the league, uh, kind of transitioned this past off season into the duo basketball stars, then comparisons started being made to. And maybe it's just like on Reddit or something that I, I've noticed the the switch or it's like Bader Minoff where I just noticed it more. A lot of comparisons were being made to MJ and Scotty. But like as a trio, I don't really hear MJ, Scotty and Rodman talk together as such a tight knit union unit when obviously like especially according to this documentary, like the fact that Scotty could have been out and they probably could have made that duo of Rodman and Jordan work for a pretty long time and been pretty dominant uh, with the role players that they had. And yeah, I'd have Tony Kukoc play a bigger role. The Croatian sensation, man. Yeah, well, I mean, I do have to say, like, in a, to a lot of casual fans, like, scoring is, like, the metric that matters. And Dennis Rodman had a lot of games where I mean, scoring just wasn't priority number five on his list of things that he was trying to do on the court. Like, how many zero-point games did that, like, trivia thing point out? So, like, I, I do think to a lot of casual fans, it's, like, Michael and Scotty. And then you got this, like, utility guy that's doing all the dirty work that, like, people don't even realize is is just as hard as putting the, the ball in the basket. So he does the, he did the, the not sexy stuff and then he let Jordan and Pippen have the sexy stuff when it's like points, assists, dunks, highlights, all that oh, good yeah. stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Is that the cult, is that the house that, that, that Michael built though? Like is the house, like is the culture that, that, that was created around nah. Michael Jordan just one of, you don't think it's him at all? Like, or no, cause, cause he had similar games like that in Detroit. Like the dude just likes to, to, bully people and get rebounds and then make his teammates better like well but they, so they talked about well. that they talked about how like he would wake up at 4 a.m and tell his buddy just shoot the ball shoot from here shoot from there so that he could he had the data in his head about like depending on where they shoot from i know where the ball is gonna go yeah like he's just a weird guy like like he didn't care about the stat sheet <laughs> But is that all right? Is that replicable though? Like, if someone wanted to get to that status where they just knew that they had a place on a team, regardless of if they could fucking shoot or not, um, Ben Simmons comes to mind. But uh, is that replicable by like anyone, or does it take like someone that's fucking crazy to 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 get that done? Like, do you have to be obsessive about it? I I think like you can see like um, shadows of that or glimmers of that in some folks that came after him. That were like the utility guys. Like I, I know some people here are going to be like, ah, this guy. I'm not sure how much people liked his stint in the Spurs, but Robert Ori comes to mind. Like he's a utility guy. Like yeah, he big, he like shot Bob. Yeah, he knew how to shoot the three when we needed him to. But like for most of the game plan, it was doing all the dirty work and like setting hard screens. Uh, you know, checking Steve Nash and getting rebounds. Like that that was his Joe job. Noah. <laughs> I think Joe Kuno yeah. is in that category. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah dude, have two points, but would have 19 rebounds. <laughs> yeah. And like 12 and just assists. Like excellent. 
and play an excellent defense on Kevin Garnett and just make Kevin Garnett so agitated. It was really but, fun. But to that's watch it. Like time. Bruce Bowen's a great role player. Like the man loved playing defense and hitting corner threes, and like that's all he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To that to that point though, I think the to answer the question of if, if like who's a modern day, I don't think there really is room for a modern day anymore because. With teams like that, you were you had a team full of specialists, right? Like one person was the point guard, one guy was the rebounder. Whereas now we're transitioning to this positionless basketball where everybody has to be able to do a little bit of everything. So yeah, well, I, I think Draymond is a little bit of that, though. Who? Like on his role on those on those Golden State teams. Are you talking about the like, five and thirty-one? Gold? Wait, what? Are you talking about Golden State from last? Year? The Golden State championship teams, okay? Or the finals teams. Hey, who did you? I think. Who did you say? That was Draymond's. That was Draymond's role, though. No, he oh, was mostly the dirty. Why do you he say Draymond? Why don't you just say <laughs> Draymond Green? That's what he. That's how he says it. It's Draymond. No, I agree with Josh right there. Like that. That, that is, is like Draymond. his job there. No, no, but that's his <laughs> job on the team. Yeah, like to be the utility guy. But so, but that's a trun- that that's a truncated role. That's 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 a that's a. Le- I I I agree for sure that it fills the same spot, but it's so much more pulled towards the center than. Something that's like all the way out, like a true specialist, like 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 Rodman was, like or Kerr, to, like Kerr uh, had the three. That was his thing. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting because like you you talk about like specialists and whatnot, and I feel like we went from a, a the era of like the MJ's and the Rodmans to now like literally everyone, literally everyone that's a star right now or like that's someone that's a, got a recognizable name in the NBA is basically like just a Scottie Pippen of a different height. Like it's either like the they're like a little bit smaller, they're like small forward, and they're exactly like his build, like a Kawhi Leonard, or like they're Scottie Pippen, but seven foot Scottie Pippen. Like, but okay, doesn't that also come with the territory of oh, I was a point guard that had a big growth spurt? Like, how many people have had that same trajectory of uh, I had the guard skills and then I grew way too big. But I think everybody's doing the guard skills now though. Yeah. I mean look at the skills challenge during the All-Star game. It's always the big guys who are winning it like like Jokic is killing it <laughs> and Nurkic. And, um, I do want to touch on Adrian's Giannis. point with my conspiracy theory of Adrian are you saying that Scotty fathered all these children? <laughs> he might have. Did you see how many his dad had? Yeah his dad had like 14 kids yeah, right? Something ridiculous. Oh that's it? Okay never mind. I was I was about to be worried. My mom comes from a family of fourteen, so I'm just oh, that's that's standard. There, uh, yeah, but the thing is, Scottie Pippen would you know was an NBA player and traveled regularly for a living. No, <laughs> like, I, I would say home. I would say I would say we I, you could stick to the old wives' tale of like all those traits skip a generation, and it was Wilt. It was Wilt. <laughs> <laughs> that's been my theory about LeBron James' father. Said <laughs> it's Bill Chamberlain. <laughs> Okay, so if we're we're talking about stupid conspiracy theories about, uh, I don't know if we're talking about it. I just brought it up. <laughs> hey, you are who now. Is whose parents? <laughs> how is no one like mainstream talking about Justin Trudeau, like looking exactly like Fidel Castro? Did like, you send that exactly picture today in the group chat? I was like, yes. Get the fuck out of here. yes, dude looks exactly like. Well, mine is mine is uh, Sean Elliott and Channing Fry. <laughs> Channing Fry is from Arizona. And just we, just look at him. Google Google both of them. Both of y'all are fucking idiots. I, I, <laughs> I none of none of these theories hold water. No, Adrian, that, you know you know Trudeau's like father was a public figure the entirety of like his life, right? <laughs> well, exactly. That means that he was going to events where his wife would have met Fidel. They had that vacation in Cuba. Why, why would you know, he take his wife to Cuba? 
No, do you, do you know uh, Canada actually supplies the most tourists per year to Cuba? Oh, man. The plot thickens, guys. Do you, do you think it was just yeah. Trudeau's wife going a bunch and spending a ton of money? Like, is that how does that mean? I mean, anything? apparently, the Canadian thing to do is to go vacation in Cuba. That's the Canadian thing to do. They go to Cuba. <laughs> I've, you're being racist. Against <laughs> <laughs> Canadians. It's a Canadian thing to do to travel to Cuba. Okay, I'll, I'll remember that for yeah. when I'm vacation traveling. Yeah. So, so I, I got to ask the question, going back to the, the doc, is is Greg Popovich the anti-Phil Jackson? Yes. Is he like so far around the, the other side of the horseshoe that he's still successful, but he does everything the exact opposite way? Yes. But I mean, I th- I, the thing is, and this was proven with Dennis Rodman, that Popovich needs players of a certain mindset and a certain willingness to adhere to authority in order to succeed. And Jackson can do that with or without that type of player. That's the big difference. Like, well, but Phil Phil also solved that problem by making it very personal with Rodman and explaining to him that like I was very much like you, and Popovich would just be like, "Get in line, or you're off the team." Yeah, like he did with Stephen Jackson. <laughs> I would argue the complete opposite point because all of Phil's teams got blown up. <laughs> And the Spurs have like the most consistent, uh, like there's there's at least Patty Mills, but like there was so much consistency throughout those squads where like even if you had a massive trade, it was for a specific role that that fit the team's identity. And every person that has ever come to play for the Spurs, with some exceptions that got booted like relatively quickly, it was like, oh, that's a Spurs guy. Like it doesn't really matter. Um we talked about this I think in a podcast before. Like does the the does the team's culture just um is it is an extrapolation of like the identity of the city that they're in? Um or does it go the other way around? Like does do people find their identity and their city's identity based on stuff like sports where there's something to rally around. So I would I would argue like it's not more successful. Maybe it's more successful peaks and valleys, but it's not more consistent. So Phil Jackson is the peaks and valleys. Yeah. Yeah. Phil Jackson is like way high. And the same thing I said last, last, uh, last episode, like, uh, his shit was so simple. It was very easy to follow that kind of style of manipulation where it's just, immediately going to it's us versus them that's how quick you can do it it's just us versus them and i can get you to do whatever i want because we're us and they're them and we need to show them what's up i did love the intro and inclusion of tex winner as a huge role model for that it was basically like all him and then phil presented it yeah because i i don't want to sound like a Phil Hader. I think he's a fucking genius of a man. Like I I think he's so dope. Like I put him on the same level as Pop for different reasons, but I do think that they're the same caliber of like human being. Um, I was very mad they talked about his number of winning seasons which was 20 and Popovich is at 22. Like they should have corrected that. This season doesn't count, right? <laughs> no, that absolutely does not. Thank you. Thank you Rudy Gobert. Uh wait. <laughs> Defensive player of the year. Uh, If the league starts up again and Pop retires before like the season ends, does the other coach get the credit for the loss, like the losing season? (laughs) Because let's just do that. Let's save Pop. 
<laughs> no, because they didn't give Luke Walton any credit. I, I want to get back to your. I want to get back to your text comment, Joseph. So, uh, the way the reason I relate so much to that is that at work, I have a teammate, and my teammate does what I claim is ninety percent of the work, and all I have to do is present it. So, like, I am very much Phil Jackson in this scenario, where like she comes up with all of the data, and I just say, "Here's what we should do with this," and then we do it. Well, so it's funny, like you say that, because I'm I'm definitely the ninety percent of the work guy at my in my job. This and is I'm, why we work well yeah, together. Yeah, and I'm perfectly happy like being the the person in the back. I'll like I'll answer hard questions if they come up, and like the the person that's presenting is like deer in the headlights. But I, I hate having to go up there and and speak to stuff because no, I love I, it because I feel like I'd rather be watching the the people instead of like wasting bandwidth on presenting. I'd rather be watching how the people are like responding to it. So like the next presentation can be like even more like directed to them. Like I'm, I'm doing the AB testing of my own work while while someone else is presenting it. Jo- Josh was angrily shaking his head there. It looks like Toastmasters really paid off on huh? all Adrian. No, no. <laughs> still don't want to do public speaking. <laughs> I was going to say, I won so many impromptu uh, competitions in Toastmasters. Like when, when I'm asked to just like go up and talk about something I didn't prepare. Yeah. Easy peasy. Like yeah, actually, like 100% Toastmasters. you, yeah. Did Toastmasters. You get those blue ribbons? Yeah. Toastmasters is trash. <laughs> shout out to Toastmasters. <laughs> I went out I Big went to, to I went to one Toastmasters meeting as a guest as a guest with Adrian. And That's I, awesome. I love Toastmasters. I, I thought it was ridiculous how easy it was to impress them. Um <laughs> <laughs> Honda, where do you fall on the spectrum of doing all the work or presenting it? doing all the work or presenting it um i'm the one that gives the i think i'm the presenter because i have to break down the work and then give them the work and to actually do it but then after they're done i go show off to make sure that we did it yeah i'm probably the 10 percenter. sorry i had to really think that through <laughs> i'm definitely the us versus them guy I like path of least resistance <laughs> like okay so oh, hold on where, where were they on the spectrum like it, i don't think robin was doing 90 percent of the work but i'd say he was doing 70 like getting getting rebounds is super fucking important in basketball playing defense because carmelo yeah playing, playing defense, defense yeah really playing important. defense because sean kemp so like i think jordan was closer to the 10 percent. like i think robin was putting in a lot more work than people give him credit for jordan was the presenter scotty pippen as well man scotty pippen would usually guard the best uh guard on the other team yeah well, I mean, and it's, I mean, I think it's, it's wait, wait, no, 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 hold on, hold that on. Were... That was quantifiably like disproven, uh, by some, uh, crazy motherfucker on Reddit, uh, where they like went through all the games it and has who, to be true. who, who they, 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 it was, it was like <laughs> basketball reference, uh, information about like who Scotty guarded versus who, uh, MJ guarded throughout like their entire career together. And towards the end of those, like, uh, last three seasons obviously because it's it's skewed because of the injury but michael like took the assignment 90 percent of the time towards the end of the the their run that's, together. that's what i'm saying is like he scored points right which is what people love to see and Ro- and robin was putting in a lot of the background work like i think he just he's undercredited with the amount of work that he put in i i agree wholeheartedly i'm just i think he's properly credited so okay, wait. So so that that kind of leads to the the argument and the debate, and I'm really curious as to like everyone's takes. Okay, Michael Scotty versus Michael Rodman. Who wins? Michael Rodman. I, for I think I for sure. Rodman, yeah, I was gonna say yeah. If it's two on two, it's my it's Michael Rodman. 
but I don't think it has to do necessarily with one being a better suited. It's just two on two basketball. You want the rebound. Unless it's like Wizards, Michael, then he's definitely going to lose. <laughs> dude, don't shit. I mean, I don't like it. I hate it when people shit on Wizards, Michael, dude. It, he was actually really fun to watch. He was a 40 year old man dropping 40 on like 25 year olds. He rim checked at the All Star game. Dude, he was dropping 40. He dropped, he Eric, had like Eric three Gordon or four 40 point games game. against what? like dudes okay, half okay. his age. All right, all right, all right. Let's, let's, let's get back to reality and just shut the fuck up, Josh. Yeah, let's get um, back to reality. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I want to, I want to ask you, uh, specifically, Josh, I want to ask you this question because I, I want to say that you may fall into a category, which I'll describe later. Um, on that spectrum analysis, like, where we're talking about these identities as on this spectrum of, of talent level or ability level, whatever. Uh, Kobe, I think, kind of fits a little bit closer to baseline, like barely, but a little bit closer to baseline than MJ uh, in terms of all of those things. Um, how does a series of games between MJ and uh, Kobe play out if they have the exact same supporting cast? Oh, Jordan. Whoever has Jordan wins. Yeah, Jordan wins. And I th- the reason why is like a, it's something that we discussed last time. And I think that Kobe is intrinsically more selfish than, than Jordan is. And Jordan had the ability to make the pass, make the right pass at the right time when he needed to. And Kobe did not have that ability as well as Jordan did, especially in like the playoffs. So I, right. Kobe would take I'd say this, dumb, I'd dumb say, shots. I'd say this in retort to Josh. I don't think that Kobe's more selfish. I think that Michael has a, like a more, like a, he has a higher basketball IQ and he knows that like his selfish, like wants is winning the championship. And he, he knows like, okay, like there's going to be other guys that are open. He just knows how to find them better than Kobe. Yeah. So I think Kobe was always worried about winning the game, not winning the championship. That was the difference between the two of them because Jordan even starts saying there's that whole story where he's like, oh, I threw the ball to whatever the nameless white man is that nobody remembers. But like in that scenario, John Paxson, (laughs) in that scenario, Kobe takes it. He's fucking going against the triple team and he's going to make it. But because he's worried about winning the game and Jordan knows long term, that's the better deal. Uh, to that point, like I'm, I'm, I'm fine with you saying this. I, I think there's an argument to be had on the other side, but oh, Joseph, uh, time even out, time, he, out, time out, R.I.P. Oh, R.I.P. Yeah, definitely R.I.P. Oh, Kobe, <laughs> shooting jumpers over Jesus. Um, so in that instance, I think, I mean, uh, MJ's even said this. Like he would take anyone one on one. Like he's like so confident about his ability to take anyone one-on-one except Kobe like he said like the only person that that I may have trouble with is Kobe he obviously didn't say he would lose but he's like I'd have trouble with him because he stole all his moves from me is what he said so like does that have any bearing on 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 how that plays out no I I think I think that like if it's five on five Michael Jordan makes the better decisions and that's for no other reason than he's just got a higher basketball IQ but but does he but does he I I I yeah, I, I'll does. grant you a lot. I'll grant you a lot of things. <laughs> but look at even even uh, like all the detail episodes with Kobe and the breakdown of what he does in split seconds. Like Kobe may have a better basketball IQ. He's just less. He's actually less talented than Michael. What? How do you like? That's not a. That's that's not that's not a that's not a world that can exist. 
What, why, why do you think he's less talented than Michael but has a higher IQ? I feel like Kobe was like t- Kobe was taller. I think Kobe jumped higher. I think yeah, Kobe yeah. was had a had more of a range. I think he took more threes. I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, it's like um, Mozart and the guy Beethoven. that Mo- Mozart hated. Beethoven. It's it's Mozart yeah. and the movie Amadeus. <laughs> yeah, w- w- yeah, yeah, with, with with the Salieri is that? No, that's wrong. Uh, that might be right. I don't yeah. know. Okay, so it's like it, like they're they're both not the gods among men, but like if you put them against each other, like one guy is going to rise to the top, and that guy would be Michael because he's he's innately just more uh in in a basketball sense he just makes better decisions he's on a uh higher echelon of like i don't know so so it's like it's like oh yeah i could like in the like it it sounds so stupid because i'm sure this is not any sense of what actually goes through the guy's head but like in a a clutch moment in in a game like he's probably thinking like oh 90 percent sure that if i pull up for a jumper here that's contested it's gonna go in because i'm michael but there's like a 92 percent chance that steve kerr will make this like open shot if i go ahead and pass like so he's he's gonna pass even though it's just like a two percent difference whereas Kobe's are you saying like, he's a it's robot like, who can calculate those odds yeah the yeah spot. yeah he's the rain I, man of basketball exactly whereas like kobe's like it's 90 percent. why the fuck am i gonna pass it and like that's the small difference that separates, I think, those two. And you can see it in like their career because there's so many times where Kobe could have passed and he didn't. And I feel like when you when you think about that, someone like LeBron just really trusts his teammates too much. He could like, pass like, like a trolls of that helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it! But no, like yeah. LeBron passes too much because he has so much trust in these guys that are wide open <laughs> to make the shot. As a delayed, sorry. delayed reaction, I think. Andre. No, could I, you say I, could you say that Kobe Kobe is Vegeta and Jordan is Goku? Like they're always I'm down compared. with that. I'm down with that. I'm down with that. Yes. One hundred percent yes, Honda. You nailed it. Oh, let you you introduce like a, the funnest well, no, thing. So, let's let's get oh, okay, let's get so Dragon Ball Z in this. Can we map that, Dragon Ball Z characters? Yeah, pick, Piccolo's Rodman. <laughs> I mean, we Pickle- just did, yeah. <laughs> he's a bad guy, and then he's like part of the team. Yeah, Steve Kerr's Gohan because he's just the obedient one that just does whatever he's told. No, that's Tim Duncan, right? Would you say Tim Duncan's Gohan? Josh, we're talking about the Bulls. Bulls. Oh, talking about the Bulls. Okay. <laughs> so why did you just say Kobe, asshole? <laughs> I know. I Wait, said who? Kobe was yeah because he's the prince from another planet, Planet Lakers. You fucking idiot! Keep up. <laughs> Hold up. Is Phil Jackson Master Roshi? Hundred <laughs> percent. Always, oh, yeah. always reading like Penthouse magazines. <laughs> just a weird dude. Somehow substitute lives with the, the turtle. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say substitute the 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 books for drugs, and that is Steve. Uh, that's Phil Jackson to a T. Okay, I, let let's go this route then. Uh, Hondo, what is the anime that most um, encapsulates the spirit of the biggest teams in the NBA. So, like, who are the the nineties um, Bulls? What what anime is the nineties Bulls? Oh, the night. Can I can I try? The yeah, yeah. Bulls? Go, go for it. 
hit one punch man because it's just Michael Jordan. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jordan. Actually, that would make sense. And then the rest of the Bulls are just Saitama. That are um, uh, Genos. That actually makes a lot of sense, Adrian. That really does. Hondo, I feel like you had another one there in your head, though. So, what what was the question again? Uh, so, what like what anime uh, maps best to like the biggest teams in the NBA dynasties. history? Okay, the so like the dynasty, yeah. So like, yeah. If you got um, one for the Celtics or the Lakers, like Magic's Lakers or the Sh- uh, like the Showtime Lakers or uh, Shaq and Kobe Lakers. Yeah. Well, because one or, I was thinking of is uh, the Bad Boy Pistons. I was thinking could be Yu Yu Hakusho's group. Because they're just all just a bunch of degenerate okay, okay. like assholes, but they end up uh, working really, really strong together. So for Josh's sake, they're the Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> is is, oh, is freeze again? I think he froze. Are the Shaq and yeah, Kobe Lakers? Like Wait, can you still hear? He'll you still be back me? shortly. Can you see me? Yeah, no. There's a there's a bunch of them, man. Um, Rapid fire, Hondo. Don't think. Just, just. Uh, I, can't think. I can't think. It's, it's can't a more yeah, no, we'll, we'll get. We'll we'll name the teams. You just like come up with the the series. So <gasps> I can't the do, I can't do. Tim Duncan Spurs. Which uh, one? Good, good and Lagan. Nice. Okay, bro, okay. bro, <laughs> um, bro. Shoot, it's uh, bro. the um the Heatles. Power Rangers. <laughs> really. <laughs> it's just because it was it was very i mean i'm just going back to my to my childhood watching power rangers it was i just remember that sensation of them being like oh wow this is super entertaining it's super flashy and it's kind of just all over the place and i feel that was how the heatles played with each other when they were hyping themselves up all the time but <laughs> i will say this i feel like all animes are can be described as super flashy and it's just entertaining to just like yeah just it's just a matter of how many how many sparkly shiny things they want to throw in there all okay at once. so i want to do this backwards i want to figure out from the anime which team is it and i want it to be uh attack on titan like who is that basketball team attack on titan yeah uh, did did alan iverson ever win the championship no he got to the finals one time damn it I would say well, because I want to say that that is that's birds. Uh, I was gonna call them Lakers. That's birds Celtics, because they like it was really fucking bloody right the whole time, more so than you expected it to be. Like they all played dirty, dirty back then. There were a lot of tall people involved, and so then there was a, di- a direct hatred for something. Yeah, yeah, I could. Yeah, but I like that. That's a that's a good analogy. Yeah. If if Iverson had won, I'd say that. That team, because it's just like this one regular dude just like murdering giants the whole way through. What about the 2003 Spurs? Tim Duncan was the only all star on that team. Yeah, Tony was Tony and Manu were too young. David was old. He it was literally his last year. Tim kind of put the team on his back. Who did we go through that year? The, the Pistons were the finals, right? But who were the West Coast teams? No, 03, 03 was um, Star- Starbury and the Suns. Then it was the Kobe and Shaq Lakers. Again. Right, we, we prevented the four peat, and then it was the Nash and Nowinski Mavs before the Jason Kidd Nets. So that was a pretty tough gauntlet. I mean, just beating the Kobe and Shaq Lakers. I'd say that'd be uh, like a My Hero Academia, where it's like the Tim Duncan's like the the actual Tim Duncan's cap- Midori. Yeah, yeah, that actually, yeah, I like yeah. that. And then it's everybody playing along together. That that. Yeah. That one makes a lot of sense. I was going to say uh, it's Dragon Ball Z, but the Cell Saga series where Gohan finds his potential to become stronger than everybody, 
where David Robinson was Goku in that sense, and then Gohan would be Tim Duncan, kind of like the whole passing of the torch thing. All right, I don't think we're getting Joseph back. Josh, you want to take us out here with what Joseph usually says? Oh, wait, wait, no, no. Before before we do that, I do have one thing that I want to bring up to Josh. So so last time, last episode, we we had like the, a pretty heated debate on how Jerry Krause uh, was disingenuine and how he was making all these deals, but he also wanted to be one of the guys. And you were like, no, that's not how I read it at all. I don't think that he wanted to be one of the guys at all. And then in this uh, two episodes, we see him trying so hard to be one of the guys and multiple times, <laughs> like the team is like, sit down, Jerry. God, Jerry, God, Jerry shaking their head. So, so like, I want to know what did we all see that we're like, we were able to read the situation pretty well that you just didn't see. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see that in the first two episodes. Like I just didn't get that impression at all. I was, I didn't even know where, what you're basing that off of, but I mean, it's clear that you were, you're, you were right. And I was wrong by looking at the, uh, what, 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 what episode was that? Episode three, when they show him like trying to dance, something like that. Something like yeah. That. And like, that that reminded me of um like middle school dances where there would be one parent chaperone that like try to do whatever like new dance was it like try to Harlem shake with everybody everyone's like oh this is lame now I don't want to do this anymore <laughs> yeah that's what that reminded me of so I, I do have to ask the question like as you were watching it were you shaking your head saying god damn it this makes me so wrong no I was just like oh look Adrian was right he called up <laughs> that's all yeah, damn it that's how that's how I said it I was like. Oh, cool. Adrian was right. I'm going to ask Sarah, but I bet he cried that night. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was just like, oh, that's interesting. And and that's again, I started thinking about that too. I was like, how did I, I wonder why I didn't pick up on that. I guess because, I guess because the, the footage that we saw of Jerry Krause in the first two episodes, that was all from that preseason before the last dance, right? Before the 97, 98 Bulls when everything was heated. People weren't sure who was coming back. People weren't, weren't sure if Scott, if they were going to trade Scotty or not. And I think things were much, much more volatile at that point. And I think that's what I concentrated on instead of just remembering, oh, wait, this guy had been around these guys for like 10 years. Josh, do you, so, do you clap when the movie ends? No. I hate people who do that. Why? Uh, I just figure you're in that group of people now. <laughs> Why would I do that? No, that's dumb. Nobody can hear me. <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm at a play or something, I'll clap and okay, play Josh, in. So that the, do you ever yell at the TV happens. when there's a sporting event on? Guess what? They can't hear you either. <laughs> That's true, but I mean, <laughs> I yell out of frustration, like, you know, not out of my own frustration, not out of like... Did we lose Joseph again? <laughs> yeah, we did. I think, he, I think he heard what we were talking about. It was just like, He I'm, just came I'm back done. and now I'm he's out. gone. Yeah, does there anybody is. hear clap in the movie ends or does anybody hear clap in the plane lands? No. I do, however, though, one more Dragon Ball Z reference for the day. Whenever Goku's building up his spirit bomb and he asks for people to lend him his energy, I do always put my hands up and go like that, because part of me thinks that I'm actually helping him build the spirit bomb. Like you while are, you're Hondo. watching the show? At you are. Time. Yeah, like when he starts doing that, I automatically make that. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's cool. So did well, Joel get like some good, good mappings? Yeah. Joel get some good anime mappings? I think so. Yeah, I wanted did. to see... Is 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 any group of basketball stars JoJo's uh, bizarre adventure? Yeah, I would uh, the the seventy three and nine warriors. Okay, all right, yeah, like all kind of pieces of shit. But 
<laughs> yeah, you like, gotta, you gotta towards, respect like, it. The Paul Pierce Celtics. Oh god! Well, <laughs> well, I can I can see that it depends just because on, of the reaction yeah. it got out of everybody right now. <laughs> I think it depends on which season of JoJo because there's like thirty five different characters now. Yeah, there's so many. Yeah, I really like this show though. It's fucking funny. Does it piss y'all off when they show like the Celtics big three and they compare them to like the Bulls big three and the and the Spurs big three and the Celt- no, and it, the old it doesn't. Big three? It doesn't because I'm not as invested in sports as you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's because I've realized a long time ago, Josh, that San Antonio is a small market, and that's just what's going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just like you it, should so write like, a letter to ESPN and see what I they should say. strong, strongly worded email. Yeah, you, Shout out to use red font. They love that. <laughs> <laughs> and freak and um, and frequently with all caps and a lot of sentences with all caps. Bad joke. Yeah, bad joke alert. This is for me to edit edit Shut out of the up. podcast. <laughs> no, no <too> so. <laughs> oh, Joseph, you did you did miss the Josh actually said that he was wrong twice on a recording. Oh wow, we got it recorded. All right, nice. I, I admit when I'm wrong, whenever I'm wrong. Dude. Can on. we take that piece and start the podcast with that? <laughs> <laughs> like just just save that Joseph as a one liner you can play anytime you want to. Uh, yeah, I, I'm setting up my soundboard over here, so I just <laughs> I, I just want a, a a good, clean, crisp Josh. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. So I can just hit it whenever. Uh, no, I'm down for that. Yeah, I I don't really know how to map this again, but I do want to think about uh how we map to the Bad Boy Pistons because I'm I'm down for that. I think I think Andre's Lamb Lambier. I think Andres Lambier, yeah. Yeah. Like he yeah, still doesn't doled out the most still, still doesn't give a fuck. Like still does not care. Um, did you see Lambier on ESPN the next day? I did not. Oh, he co- it was awesome. He like completely doubled down on everything. He's like, Yeah, these guys are whiners. They're still whining about this. They're still crying. <laughs> <laughs> Josh has gotta be Isaiah Thomas, right? I think so. I think Josh is Isaiah. Because I'm the best one. Because Josh would take the approach of like, well, knowing what we know now, I wouldn't have said that. <laughs> yeah, Josh, <laughs> but Josh, he totally Josh would lawyer it at up. the time. <laughs> Josh would lawyer up for sure. Now, the reason why Isaiah is like so regretful is because he's still really pissed off by not being on the dream team. But I don't think he would have been invited anyway because I think Jordan really hated him. And I think he would have made that a condition even if he shook his hand. I think that's not. next week, Josh. We have to wait for that episode. Oh, for the dream. Well, I mean, if you see the Dream Team documentary, they, they talk about it pretty extensively. I recommend that one. Didn't Zeke make fun of um, Magic for being gay, though? Like, because the the HIV thing? No, Carl Malone did that. Okay. <laughs> that does sound like a yeah, Carl Malone take. Still a shit. Yeah. God damn. All right. So, Joseph, who are you on the Piston Bad Boys? Uh, Dumars. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'll give you that one. No way, dude. You're way too crazy. You're John Sally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm down for that. I'm down for that. I think Hondo is still... Did Did we map Hondo to Rodman last time? Hondo's still Rodman. <laughs> but like Pistons Wait, what? Rodman? <laughs> what? Uh, I feel like I'm the, I'm, I'm the, I'm the low-key one, man. <laughs> yes, yeah, I think Hondo's Joe Dumars. Uh, so is, is Adrian uh, fucking Chuck? <laughs> Chuck Daly. No, Adrian's Mark, Mark Aguirre. Complete asshole. <laughs> just does not give a shit about being an asshole or being being called an asshole. I, 
No. So my favorite He's part about this yeah. whole thing is that as the Bulls were complaining and they were like, no, I totally remember Kevin McHale shaking hands with Isaiah Thomas at half court. Isaiah Thomas is like, bullshit. I had to go chase him down because he was leaving the court. Well, and then I think uh, <laughs> some of them came back and, and were talking about the fact that like they had to leave because it was in Detroit and they were going to get mobbed by the crowd. <laughs> Oh, so like it yes. comes from every side. Like every <laughs> single person has, and I think if you're that hated by so many people in the league as fucking Isaiah Thomas, you're the ass. Like you're the most asshole. Like at yeah. least for all the stories that people tell about Michael, like they're like, yeah, but he's he's a god on the court. Like people respected Zeke to a certain extent on the court, but it didn't <laughs> go further than like. But he's still a shit human being. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah he's still the biggest asshole i've ever met in my entire fucking life man isaiah, isaiah thomas's post playing career too has been like trash huge yeah it's been so bad it's just been so bad but so like so i do i do want to say this i felt like there was a nuanced take um that could be could be made for what isaiah said in the interview talking about like not shaking hands when he said that's just not how it was passed yeah. And then he talked about the Celtics. And I, I felt like it's different just getting beat by any old team, like in the in the playoffs, versus getting beat by the team that you know is going to make sure that you, you're never going to the promised land again. Like, you know, like the torch was passed at that point. And, he was, and that's what I think was in his head. Like, I'm not going to show respect to the guys that are that – are locking me out of like ever seeing the promised land again. Well, I think also it's hard. It's hard to be on the other side of that and understand that that's what's happening. Cause you don't think like, Oh, this is going to be our, our, our era of sustained su- success. Like the, the bulls didn't think like, Oh, we're going to three P and then do it again. I'm really glad the Spurs never thought like that. Well, cause they never were right. Like they, they never, they never, they never got back to like back. They were, they were told that all the time. They were just happy to be there. Like, Oh man, this is great. Well, <laughs> now they're always told like this is the end like you know they're since like 2007 i think one of the biggest things that will always be not an asterisk at all but like a qualifying factor in all of the championship teams for the san Antonio spurs is always going to be that they never won back to back like it doesn't matter that that's that and that's a legitimate criticism like if you if you can carry the consistency throughout that many years like a fucking decade where you have championships like peppered through and like Every other year, you're you're there again. Um, awesome, cool. But the fact that people are able to do it back to back when it turns into a saga, when it turns into like Heat, uh, Spurs, very cool. The the reason like that that 2014 championship hit so hard was because it was redemption. But at the same time, you get the Cavs and the Warriors, and that saga is so much more compelling uh, as just a basketball fan. Like as a Spurs fan. For sure, that 2014 championship, wow, that that I I I've never come so much in my life. Like gallons have come, but <laughs> on the other side of it, like as just a basketball fan, like you can get into that storyline where it's like, oh, Cavs versus Warriors, let's do it again three times, four times, five times. I just want to see how far this fucking thing can go. Uh, that's I think it's more upsetting to people in the moment because it is East versus West, and they made it to the finals every year versus. If there was legit competition to get to that point uh, before then, because then it's just heavyweights battling it out. But if you get that same kind of competition level in Eastern Conference, or Western Conference finals, that's when it gets fucking fun. Like, that's when it's really cool. When you no, know I mean, that's like 
with the Lakers Spurs like at, in, yeah yeah in when you prime. know they're gonna meet they're they're gonna meet yeah. every fucking time like it may not be in the the Western Conference Finals but they're gonna meet at least once and you're gonna see blows on both sides yeah I'd say like uh in the Eastern Conference right now you kind of have that brewing with Toronto and um uh, Milwaukee Milwaukee it, it, yeah it, I was about to say Minneapolis for some reason I don't you know I don't what know I, mean. I, I think I think Giannis is gonna make that leap. Uh, pretty soon where it, there's like no not not even leave i think he stays in the east it's silly not to um but he becomes the dominant force in the east like where there's not anyone that he's gonna be he's gonna be lebron where there's like you you know there's not there's not any underdog that's really gonna take it there's not two powerhouses and there's not an underdog that like you can root for that's gonna take it from Giannis. I think uh, restructure the league and put the fucking Pelicans in the Eastern Conference, and then just Maybe have put Zion. The Grizzlies in the East. So I have a question: Is, is Zion's uh, career does that look more like Shaq's career or more like uh, Charles Barkley's career? The end of the- Charles Barkley. Yeah. No. No champ. Yeah. No chips. I don't see it. I think Derrick Rose. I think he's going to get really fucking hurt. Actually, that's that's probably the best take. Don't say that because don't don't the that 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 don't have you seen the Have you seen the kid walk? He doesn't walk right. Like he walks with a limp, and he's like nineteen, twenty years old. He doesn't look he's, healthy. He's at got all. that Greg Greg Oden game. <laughs> he's got the Greg Oden. He's limp. Got Greg Oden knees. Okay, if if uh, Rose was an Iron Man, if Rose was like just Oof. titanium, would he have would he have deserved all the shit uh, that that got put on him uh, in terms of the pressure to 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 get the Bulls to that level again? And would he have fulfilled on that promise? I think he would have. I think, I think he would have. Made I it. think he would have, dude. Yeah, I think he gets at least one, dude. The that that Derrick Rose Bulls squad with Joe Kim Noah, Jimmy Butler, I dude. Mean, they, like you had, Jimmy you had Butler, the guys. You had later on. You had the role guys, Todd Gibson, Luol Deng. They had that. That was a good team, man. It's a shame what happened to Derrick Rose. They also had uh, uh, what's the white dude that shoots threes? Um, Steve Kerr. <laughs> no. <laughs> What's that guy's name? Kyle Corver. No. JJ Reddick. No. He was on the Bulls. I don't know how many white guys shoot threes. Was it was it Kyle, was Kyle Corver on that team? No. I don't even know. I, I, I get what you're know. saying. Though. Like they had all the they had all the pieces. They did have like a semblance of those specialists that uh, make up that kind of team, like that championship team. Are we going to see that caliber of competition again? No. What? How are we not seeing it now, dude? You think it's there now? Like you think it's it's? Yeah, the NBA was doing so well before this coronavirus shit happened. Like, thanks. Bro. Everything that was going on with the Lakers and the Clippers was really interesting. Like, I had no, I have no idea who would have won because we never saw the Clippers play more than like four games in a row at full strength. I won't say it's not interesting. Um, I'm just talking about like behemoths of talent on the same court every single night, like. I, I think we're, you, we're you close think, to it. You don't think we got that? I don't. You no, don't think I, we think, got that? I think like Joseph had said, it was all duos, right? That's how the NBA was promoting it. Like you don't mm-hmm. have four or five people there just fucking killing each other every night. You have four people total on both See, teams. when you say competition, I think you mean I, th- I think like I picture going on League Pass or ESPN on a random day and turning on whatever NBA games there and seeing like a really good game. And I think you have that because the talent is more spread out now than it was – but we were growing up or even like 10 years ago. I think it's more. Like, I think there's more, more talent. And it's more spread out. It's more spread out. It's not. The ceiling isn't as high, though. I would say that, like, it's fucking crazy that 
Jordan, Isaiah, Larry, Magic all played at the same time. And even though they weren't all hitting their strides and in their prime at the same time, like you can't say that about like right now. I think maybe if historically things get fucking wild, if Kawhi wins another championship for another team, I think then, yeah, you can say like Kawhi, LeBron, Giannis, we're all playing together. Uh, and so the only way I'll forgive Kawhi is if he just starts like loaning himself out to teams to win championships one at a time. Mercenary, the yeah, fucking yes, yeah. I would love <laughs> just, that. That's exactly like what I want. To see max happen. contract yeah, two I, years. It's like I, I'd say two more championships on two two more different teams, and I, I'm willing to call him like one, one of the all time greats. I would be willing to say he's better than Jordan. Most, if he wins, most people will do it with one team or one. You know, they won't jump around and do 17 different teams. If he wins, if he wins. Two more championships in the next three years for two different teams. Yes, he, I think I would be comfortable saying he's better than Jordan. <laughs> well, and, and it's also just interesting because it's like totally different offenses, totally different defensive schemes, totally like different roles, yeah, totally all. different okay, roles. Like he never played how he played on the Raptors the same way he did it as, the, as the Spurs. Like I, I can okay? see smoke coming out of Josh's ears right now. He, he's so he's pissed so off angry. that we're he's giving so giving Kawhi shine. He deserves it, man. Fucking kid is killer. He's my. Would have been great if he made those free throws in 2013 and won that championship. <laughs> oh my god! No, it wouldn't have because then be we wouldn't have the 2014 championship, which was way better. But me, me and Hondo were on the Riverwalk, ready to explode. Like we were just so ready again, like, to party all night. How yeah. it affected Josh? <laughs> and my boy Hondo is Hondo's frozen. Hondo's frozen. No, he's just smiling at you. <laughs> he's just very still. <laughs> Uh, no, I I don't even know how to close this one up, y'all. Like it's it's getting it's getting real long. <laughs> we did a lot of shit to to map things out. It was a good one. It was a good one. I I do um feel like the big personalities have all gotten a, an episode at this point. Like what's left in the rest of this America Adrian series? Does. It's the just going to be team. like the next six episodes are just going to be Tony Kukoc. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, I know. There's a Ku coach. There's a Ku coach episode. There's a Kerr episode. There's a Dream Team episode, and there's a um, baseball episode. I think. Josh, given how much you know about all this, like, did did you make this documentary? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just listened to there's an interview. There's also a Space the, Jam uh, episode, the and then a Bugs Bunny episode. I think, I think Space Jam is in the baseball episode, which is <laughs> really <Bunny> bad. <laughs> There's actually a, a like. Thir- where did Bugs Bunny come from? Yeah, there's a thirty part series <laughs> of just Space Jam, and it it, it interviews all the Looney Tunes. <laughs> That's the content I need right now. The Taz episode is all subtitles. <laughs> it's anybody just, do a good Taz impression? Like hanging out in Vegas. <laughs> can anybody do a good Taz impression? I think Adrian can. Adrian used to be a. <laughs> Uh, that's no, just that, that, really Donnie Donnie. that was Donnie from Donnie. That was Donnie from Thornberry. Yeah, yeah. yeah my uncle, my uncle has a tattoo of Taz giving the middle finger on his bicep that he got. When he <laughs> is it is it right <laughs> next to his like Calvin peeing on the Ford logo? <laughs> uh, did any of y'all have that Looney Tunes shirt that was the crisscross shirt with like? Uh, Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck, and on the the back of the shirt, it had like their backside where the jerseys are the right way. Oh yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. But I didn't, ha- I didn't have that shirt. I, I think Adrian and I both had those shirts when we were kids. Yep, <laughs> like different yep. sizes. Nerds. Yeah. Who's? Let's do this. Let's map to uh 
at the end of this, let's map to who you are on this on the Spurs dynasty. <laughs> to, and it close it out right now. Yeah, to close it out right now. Josh is Speedy Claxton. Josh is Speedy Claxton. <laughs> <laughs> Just come through and people need me. Josh to. is the Clax. Uh, Honda's Malik Rose. Mm, I don't like that one. Uh, <laughs> big big three are off limits. No one's the big three. Honda would I never. Think, I think Honda's Sean Elliott. Honda would never burn my food. <laughs> and the restaurant that Honda was affiliated with would never burn my food. I could no. I I could see Honda being Sean Elliott. Yeah, genuinely nice guy. Loses a kidney halfway through his life. <laughs> <laughs> but has a, a wife. Or uh, who was it that that uh, his brother, his brother, his brother? Yeah, his brother gave him his kidney. Yeah, yeah Bethel would absolutely give you his kidney. Uh, yeah, I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Andres Mario Eli. I'll take that. I can see that. I'm Stephen Jackson. <laughs> You're S. Jackson. No, I think Joseph, Joseph Stephen Jackson. Uh, Joseph Stephen Jackson. For sure. I think you're Bruce Bowen. Yeah, Adrian's Bruce Bowen. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Because he's Bruce talking Bowen. shit to everybody while he's playing defense against them. And wearing a fucking bow tie. <laughs> like, like, just to yeah, say, like, say what the fuck are you going to do about it? <laughs> I'll still step down <laughs> underneath your jump shot <laughs> with this fucking bow tie on. <laughs> this, these are... Why, I don't know why these are so fun. Is it just because Josh is engaged? Like, any other time, he just fucking zones yeah. out and doesn't give a shit? When we started talking about anime, he was just looking at the the screen like, yeah, what's he, going he on? He just stopped. I think he switched back to his magic corner at that point. <laughs> I love that the his, uh, Dragon Ball Z references. Did he did he like uh, start fucking his waifu pillow? <laughs> 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 what the hell is that? Don't Google it. Don't Google it. I won't. I won't. I don't want that on my search history. <laughs> Use Sarah's computer. <laughs> Ah, fuck yeah. That's it. Wrapping it up. This has been Flat Circle from the Gaisos Podcast Network. Remember, be yourself just like everyone else, and we will catch you next time. You were right, and I was wrong.